the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. President Biden says the U.S. will defend Taiwan with military force if needed. Even as as Biden says, well, of course we're going to defend Taiwan, he has no plan. Federal judge temporarily blocked the ending of Title 42. Thankfully, uh, the, the, the court in Louisiana struck down, you know, Biden get rid of Title 42. The World Economic Forum says there is a cloudy outlook for the economy. 2022, it is going to be a tough year. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, May 24th. I'm Mike Scott. Nearly 50 defense leaders from around the world met Monday and agreed to send more advanced weaponry to Ukraine, including harpoon launchers and missiles to protect its coast. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin briefed reporters after the meeting, along with General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, saying that low-level discussion is underway on how the U.S. may need to adjust its training of Ukrainian forces and on whether some U.S. troops should be based in Ukraine. The U.S. withdrew its few troops in Ukraine before the war and has no plans to send in combat forces. Milley's comments left open the possibility troops could return for embassy security or another non-combat role. Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Milley discussed whether some American troops should be based in Ukraine. At the end of the day, any reintroduction of uh, U.S. forces into Ukraine would require a presidential decision. So we're a ways away from anything like that. We're still developing courses of action, and none of that's been presented yet to the secretary. Defense Secretary Austin welcomed pledges of new aid for Ukraine from dozens of nations who he met with virtually. That includes some 20 countries that announced new security assistance packages. Many countries are donating critically needed artillery ammunition, coastal defense systems, and tanks and other armored vehicles. Others came forward with new Uh, commitments for training Ukraine's forces and sustaining its military systems. Meantime, a court in Kyiv has found a 21-year-old Russian soldier guilty of war crimes and sentenced him to life in prison. The soldier pleaded guilty to killing an unarmed civilian and is the first soldier to be sentenced for war crimes since Russia invaded Ukraine in February. President Joe Biden says the U.S. would intervene militarily if China were to invade Taiwan. President Biden spoke to a joint news conference with Japanese Prime Minister Kishida Monday in Tokyo. Biden says U.S. policy toward Taiwan remains the same. Our policy toward Taiwan is not Taiwan has not changed at all. We remain committed to supporting the peace and stability across the Taiwan Straits and ensuring that there's no 
unilateral change of the status quo. Biden says he believes China wants to do the same thing to Taiwan that Russia is doing to Ukraine. I believe what Putin is attempting to do is eliminate the identity of Ukraine. The identity. He can't occupy it, but he can try to destroy its identity. And the reason I bother to mention that is he has to pay, and Russia has to pay a long-term price for that in terms of of the uh, sanctions that have been imposed. Biden goes on to say letting Russia get away with the invasion of Ukraine would send the wrong signal to China. If, in fact, after all he's done, there's a rapprochement met between China, I mean, excuse me, between uh, the Ukrainians and, uh, and uh, um, Russia, and these sanctions are not continued to be sustained in many ways, then what signal does that send to China about the cost of attempting, attempting to take Taiwan by force? Biden also says he doesn't believe the world would stand for a Chinese invasion of Taiwan. Do we stand firmly with Japan and with other nations not to let that happen? And uh, my expectation is it will not happen. It will not be attempted. My expectation is a lot of it depends upon just how strongly the world makes clear that that kind of action is going to result in long-term disapprobation by the rest of the community. And when one reporter asked President Biden if he's willing to defend Taiwan militarily, he had this to say. Yes. You are. That's the commitment we made. Back here in the U.S., James Carafano, vice president for the Catherine and Shelby Cullum Davis Institute for National Security and Foreign Policy, joined the Salem Radio Network to discuss Biden's trip to Korea and Japan, as well as Biden's assertion that the U.S. will defend Taiwan militarily. Let's start with the reality of this. And the reality is the United States is never going to stand by and watch mainland China physically occupy Taiwan because for strategic reasons, not because of chips or their democracy or anything else, but the Taiwan is the critical island was called the first island chain. And if China controls the first island chain, everything from the South China Sea through Taiwan, essentially they will have blocked the United States from the entire coast of Asia. Mm-hmm. They will have created a sanctuary for their nuclear submarine force that will make it invulnerable. Um, you can write off all of Northeast Asia, South Korea, and Japan. So yeah, the United States has a strategic interest in the independence of Taiwan. That's just the reality of it. We all know that. We don't talk about it, but it's just the truth. Carafano says the issue with Biden's statement of protecting Taiwan is that his administration has no plan to do so. Here's the problem. Remember the, you remember the line in Top Gun 1? You know, you're, making, you're writing checks your body can't cash or whatever. Um, even as, as Biden says, well, of course we're going to defend Taiwan, he has no plan. He is building no military capacity to ensure that that's possible. That's kind of dangerous, right, to make claims that you can't support. Um, the other is, is, why did you say that? And, and this is a really big deal in foreign policy, because even though we know things are true, we say them at a specific time for a reason, because, because that should lead to something else. It's like a chess move. You just don't make random chess moves 
You make a chess move because we're going someplace. Carafano says the Biden administration's foreign policy moves are, in his opinion, clueless. I have no idea what Biden is doing. He says this, and, and, and then even worse, by not really providing any context, or, or there's, the, the White House walks it back. It, you, know, you know, we used to say the adults are back in the White House. You know, five minutes into the, the Biden presidency, we realized, no, it's actually really amateur hour. Carafano says that the U.S. should tackle the growing partnership between China and Russia. Now, the way you create tension in the relationship is you make them less valuable to each other. And the way you make them less valuable to each other is you diminish their capacity to do malicious things against us. So the reality is, is the way you deal with these guys is the less capacity they have to meddle with the United States, the more useless they are to each other. Carafano goes on to explain how America can defeat both Russia and China. What we need to do is protect the transatlantic community from Russia, because quite honestly, that would, that's what makes Russia a valuable, a valuable partner for China. And there's two things that make Russia a threat. They're military and energy. And the way you offset the military thing is if NATO demonstrates they can defend NATO territory if we have sufficient strategic and conventional deterrence. We have checkmated the Russian military. They can sit there and have parades, but they can't really threaten to blow up Riga or you know, Budapest or Warsaw. And the other thing is energy. And if, if Europe has access to reliable, affordable, dependable energy without being reliant on Russia, then Russia is irrelevant. And the United States is the world's, should be the world's global energy superpower. So if we were maximizing our production of gas and oil, not only would it do amazing things to help uh, jumpstart the American economy, we would completely disengage um, Europe from, uh, from Russia. It's just that easy. A federal judge has temporarily blocked the Biden administration from ending Title 42, a public health order which allows U.S. officials to expel migrants before they are given a chance to claim asylum. The move stopped the administration from ending the provision on May 23rd, which had seen significant Republican and Democrat opposition amid fears it would compound the crisis at the border. Judge Robert Summerhays in the Western District of Louisiana granted a preliminary injunction on the Biden administration plan to end the order. It was in response to a lawsuit by two dozen Republican states led by Arizona, Louisiana, and Missouri. Fred Keller, a congressman from Pennsylvania, joined Philadelphia's morning answer with Chris Stegall to talk about the federal judge blocking Title 42 from ending and what he believes are the chances for Republicans in the midterm elections. And this administration just seems to double down on bad policies. Thankfully, thankfully, uh, the, the, the court in Louisiana struck down, you know, Biden getting rid of Title 42. Um, so look, look at everything that's happened. Uh, I, I tell you what, we as Americans are resilient. Uh, we'll come back from this. But I tell you what, it, it's a shame. It's a shame that people have to suffer. It really is. And it's because of the, the bad policies of this administration. Keller says he's happy that Summer Hayes stepped up to protect Title 42 and, as a result, the border. Yeah, I, I, I will cheer anything that, that uh, upholds our Constitution and protects our republic. So um, uh, with, with the makeup of the, the current makeup of the House and the Senate and, of course, the Democrats in the White House, 
Uh, I'll take whatever level reasoning we can get that uh, enforces our our republic and forces our constitution. Keller says that despite favorable polling for Republicans, it's important that they get out and vote in November. But right now, we need to make sure that we take back our country, and that means all hands on deck. And um, I think that uh, the speaker is going to preside over one of the worst uh, losses for the Democrats uh, that we've seen. In spite of the Biden administration's efforts to scrap Title 42, it has aggressively used it as a means to ease pressure on its limited border management resources. According to data compiled by the Washington office on Latin America, the administration processes about half of all migrants encountered under Title 42 each month. Still, the ruling by Summer Hayes will likely maintain Title 42 in place until well after November's midterm elections. A Florida law intended to punish social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter is an unconstitutional violation of the First Amendment. A federal appeals court ruled that on Monday, dealing a victory to companies who had been accused by GOP Governor Ron DeSantis of discriminating against conservative thought. Daybreak insider Ed Donahue has the details on this story. A three-judge panel concluded it was overreach for Governor Ron DeSantis and the Republican-led Florida legislature to tell social media companies how to conduct their work under the Constitution's guarantee of free speech. The ruling upholds a similar decision by a Florida federal district judge on the law. It was part of an overall conservative effort to portray social media companies as generally liberal in outlook and hostile to ideas outside of that viewpoint, especially from the political right. A similar law is in effect in Texas. Tech companies want the Supreme Court to step in there. I'm Ed Donahue. Vice President Kamala Harris and U.S. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy warned of burnout among the nation's healthcare staffers after more than two years of COVID-19 pandemic, including the potential for severe worker shortages in the years ahead if the situation is not addressed. Vice President Harris says the Biden administration wants health care workers to know it's calling for new steps to protect their mental health. You do so much to take care of your patients in their time of need, which is why I'm here to say we need to do a better job of taking care of you. Harris then reached out with a message to health care workers. To say that you are not alone, they are not alone, we support them, we understand what they go through on behalf of the rest of us in terms of caring for those that we hope we would all care for, but they're doing it right here in these emergency rooms, in the NICU, they're doing it right here. They see death every day, and they see life. The outlook for the U.S. economy is unusually cloudy as war rages in Ukraine, commodity prices surge, and the Federal Reserve embarks on a tricky campaign to tame inflation with higher interest rates. Panelists said during a World Economic Forum panel on Monday in Davos, Switzerland, that the uncertainty is rattling financial markets and complicating investment decisions for business. IMF Managing Director Kristalina Georgieva says this year will be hard for many as food prices will continue to increase. We have 
commodity price shock in many countries. And the particular shock I want to bring our attention to is food price shock. Georgieva says this will be a difficult year for many as going to the grocery store continues to get more expensive. Food price continues to go up, 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 up. Why we can shrink the use of petrol when growth slows down, but we have to eat every day. And Georgieva concludes the outlook for the rest of 2022 isn't very promising. We are looking down this uh, 2022. It is going to be a tough year. It's another casualty of Putin's war in Ukraine. Starbucks is pulling out of Russia. Daybreak Insider's Rich Thomason spills the coffee on that story. In a memo to employees, a Seattle coffee giant says it's decided to close its 130 stores and will no longer have any presence in Russia. Starbucks says it will continue paying its nearly 2,000 Russian employees for six months and will help them transition to new jobs. Remember when Ed McMahon handed out those big checks at the doorsteps of Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes winners? Well, that never happened. Well, at least according to fact-checking website Snopes, who did a little digging, entertainer Ed McMahon never handed out big checks, nor did he ever work for the company. However, there are a large number of Americans who believe that he did. This is an example of what's called a false memory known as the Mandela Effect. The concept of the Mandela Effect is that parts of society have a shared memory of something that never happened. It's called the Mandela Effect because it was discovered when a writer came to realize that Nelson Mandela did not die in prison in the 1980s, as a great many people believed. Where can you win $1 million? American family. $2 million? American family. Ten million dollars. Only from American family. Three grand prizes, folks. You may already be the winner of one million dollars, two million dollars, even ten million dollars. I will personally start awarding these giant prizes just three months from now. So watch your mail for the envelope with my picture. Ten million dollars. All for you. Ed McMahon was never affiliated with Publishers Clearinghouse. Instead, He was a spokesperson for and had his face on the envelopes of American Family Publishers and their clearinghouse sweepstakes. And finally, a space mystery. NASA says something weird is happening with our universe and how quickly it is expanding. During a recent study on the universe's expansion rate, NASA researchers discovered something weird transpiring in space that might not be able to be explained by science. Scientists have been studying new data from the Hubble Space Telescope. They say the expansion rate has become much quicker compared to the expectations. Observations also showed other galaxies are moving away from our Milky Way faster, but scientists cannot yet figure out why. So all they're saying for now is that, quote, something weird is happening. The anomaly comes on the heels of recent breakthroughs regarding dark energy, which is a mysterious repulsive force that sped up the universe's expansion, according to research. 
Well, help may be on the way in the form of NASA's new Webb Space Telescope, which was recently launched into space. It will hopefully expand upon the Hubble telescope's work by showing these cosmic milepost markers at greater distances or sharper resolution than what Hubble can. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.